This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. Shakes off a couple of pitches, now ready, and fires at a curve, freezes Otani. He's gone a-looking. How about that performance by Zach Jackson? Ward pops up on one pitch, then he strikes out Trout and Otani standing by the side of the road. It's now time for the A's Clubhouse Show. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse Show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Ray Jensen. Go ahead and give us a call. I know you guys will be happy to do that. 833-625-2278. A's win this one 9-5 and take the series over the Pirates. We're going to take you out to PNC Park and check in with Johnny Dosko. Johnny, the first inning alone was reminiscent of last night's win where seemingly one through nine made an impact at the plate. What were some of those highlights for you? That's exactly right, Jess. I mean, look, Noda on base uh, four times, uh, continues to get on base at an incredible pace. Uh, Seth Brown on base five times, Jess. He had three hits. It just could go right down the line. Everybody in the starting lineup got at least one hit, and most of them had multi-hit games. So just a very impressive offensive showing. They uh, got even, you know, they had 15 hits yesterday, and they topped it today with the 17 hits. Got a little dicey at the end, but the bullpen found a way. Trevor May uh, picking up the save, his first of the year. But, yeah, just a, a complete team effort today, and the, the bats are really hot right now, Jess. I mean, 20 home runs and or 20 runs, I should say, and 32 hits in the last two games. They really had a chance to win game one as well at uh, some late-inning situations. They didn't come through, so they could have swept a really good and hot team in the Pirates. Yeah, Johnny, and mentioned a good team win. The bats are hot, but I, I think we got to tip our cap to Hogan Harris. He's just gotten better and better with each outing. What did you see from him today that particularly impressed you? Yeah, he looked good. He changes speed so well, and he just, you know, he's always calm, cool, and collective. You know, even after that really rough uh, start he had, or the rough appearance he had, and before he went down to to uh, to AAA Vegas, he's got that kind of calm Louisiana way about him. Nothing really bothers him. He was looking forward to getting back up here uh, to the big leagues, and he proved it in uh, that uh, first appearance back, and he pitched well in his last appearance. So I, I think Hogan Harris is back, and look, he's got really good stuff. We know that. That. But to, to show the poise, and of course you, you get that seven-run cushion, but he pitched like it was a one nothing game, not a 7 nothing game. So he looked really good today, Ray. Yeah, and a lot of these pitchers like to say it takes the pressure off, but it didn't really seem like he had any at all. You know, in death taxes and Ryan Noda, we talked about him and his <laughs> dominance. He once again proved he's great at the plate with the ability to work the zone. On-base percentage speaks for itself. What's making Noda so great right now, Johnny? You know, Jess, some of the pitches he spits on that are just barely out of the zone, it's like, it's it's amazing, this guy's eye. And the, the A's, you know, they had their eye on Noda after seeing how it just his uh, – complete control of the strike zone you know talk about selective aggressiveness well now he's selectively aggressive in the zone and 
pitches that are a little bit out or a little bit in or a little bit up or a little bit low, he's able to just lay off those pitches. And look, and now he's, look, he had the grand slam to center, had a home run the other day to right. He had a home run to left here using the entire field. Also great defensive play uh, at the end of the game. So he's doing just about everything right. And uh, look, he's looking at, you're looking at a guy who's a potential rookie of the year candidate. I mean, he's getting on base. His on-base percentage around 415 right now, right up there, tops amongst rookies. You look at what he's doing rookie-wise, and he's, he's right up there amongst the top, the league leaders in, in most offensive departments. So, yeah, he's been a treat to watch, and he just keeps getting better and better. And even his defensive capabilities, he's making yeah. these plays that don't think that are going to happen, and then boom, his glove's out there, and he's, He's taking care of it. I'm glad you mentioned the rookie of the year because people gave me weird looks on Twitter when I tweeted it. So I'm glad you have my back, Johnny B. I always have it. your back. Always. Yes, you do. Nice job on the call. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy All your right. off day. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. We're going to Milwaukee. Thank you. You're welcome. 833-625-2278. That was the great Johnny Dosco. Now, Ray, it's been kind of cool to watch some of these at-bats with these guys. And we're talking about even the first game of the series, like Johnny talked about. That was a loss, but there's a lot to be taken away from it. I know I'm sounding like a broken record saying that over and over again about this team. But one through nine, sticking it. Yesterday, SD Ruiz didn't have a, a game. He went 0 for 6. Not a bad not a bad situation. He deserves a day off every now and then. But those bats just speak for themselves. Yeah, I definitely think a switch flipped between Miami and this series. The, the offense was struggling against the Marlins, but once they got to the Steel City, the, the bats came alive. And yeah, you mentioned the game one loss. It was a tough one, but the A's were in it until the end. So this has been a complete flip for a competitive series, and which is encouraging because the Pirates are a good team this year. So if the A's can keep this up against another quality team in the Brewers coming up starting on Friday, I think it'll build a lot of confidence moving forward. And I think that's what we're starting to see through one through nine in this and these young hitters as the confidence is growing. And then I think the pitching will come along soon enough, but we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, and, you know, just the first inning alone, you guys, Rooker gets his 35th RBI of the season in the first inning. I'm going to keep saying first inning because that first inning was about four games wrapped in one. He scored Ryan Noda. Kotze said before the game, he told Brent Rooker, don't be scared to get sawed off. Don't get, don't be scared to get jammed on some of those pitches. For Brent Rooker, when you're starting the season out, and you're hitting all these balls over the fence, that's all he's probably going to know. So he had to kind of train himself saying, do what you know, hit the ball, it'll go somewhere. Not every hit has to be one that goes over the fence. And just like that walk-off win we had recently against the Braves, you need to make that opposing team work, and that's what Brent's doing. So if he can just keep that approach at the plate, it'll be amazing. Uh, Jace Peterson approached the plate with bases juiced, Gets a double to add two more RBI on an already strong series for him. And Jonah continued that with an RBI. Let's listen to that Jace Peterson double because I loved it. As Contreras looks in, Hayes in on the grass at third pitch, swung on, bounced off the first baseline, fair ball, base hit. In to score is Brown, Rooker around third, he'll score, Loriano to third base, they're going to hold him there, it's a double for Jace, and it's 3 nothing A's. So Peterson with two more RBIs, giving him a seven in two games, RBIs 19 and 20 for the year, stay hot, Jace Peterson. And not to mention, you know, yesterday's game when Jace gets that error and told James Caprillion, I promise you, I'll get four hits. He's a big, fat liar, though. He got five. He went five for five. 
and had himself his first multi-home run game of his career. After that double today, Jonah continued that with an RBI. The runs continued a five-run first inning with any outs before, without any outs before Shea Langlier's struck out swinging. Did you hear the crowd, Ray? They gave Contreras a, a bit of a sarcastic cheer after he finally got a strikeout. Like, well, it's about time. Yeah, a bit of a Bronx cheer from the Steel City faithful. But yeah, it was a rough day for the Pirates, man. And then Contreras had to wear this one. And it's it's good to have this happen to another team because we've seen it too often this year and what has just been a rough season. We'll put it lightly on that perspective. But yeah, it's so good to be able to take a win like this and a series win like that. And I just feel the frustration that's been building amongst these hitters and they're letting it out against these opposing pitchers. And I hope it keeps going. Yeah, and as you mentioned, you know, James Caprillion in the post-game press conference yesterday, he said, we are all aware of what's going on. It's not a secret anymore. Kotze's spoken to it. A's GM, David Forrest, has spoken to it. It's not a, a question there, and you're right. I think if anybody can understand what the Pirates went through in today's game, it's the team that they played in the A's. But it was a five-run first inning without – or um, 13 batters, by the way, in that first inning, six hits – and four walks. So it was a heck of an inning, you know, dipping in that bullpen way earlier than anticipated. So that was great to see. Give us a call 833-625-2278 as the A's Clubhouse show continues on A's Cast and the A's. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Radio Network. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best in class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment. Plus, a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. Okay, I have some fun little nuggets, and not just of the chicken variety, Ray, which I do love those. So Jace Peterson's night on Tuesday night, we had talked about that, five for five, couple of home runs. His five hits are the most hits in a game against the Pirates in Oakland history. 
And you know who was behind him with four hits against the Pirates? Josh Begley, Josh Reddick, who had four runs each against the Pirates. And guess who else? Uh, Ramon Laureano. Mark Matze. He also had four hits against the Pirates. So, I don't I mean, the thing that I love about this matchup wasn't just that the Pirates were the hottest team in the game. And it also kind of reminded me of watching the A's go up against the Braves, another very solid team. But just from the managerial aspect, we just saw Kotze out there talking to head coach of the Steelers, Mike Tomlin. They have very similar approaches to the game. And to the point of, you know, Mark is is definitely a former player, not too far removed from the game. But that is good to have an extension of the other guys that he's managing. And definitely a calm approach. Of course, they're competitive at the end of the day. And um, Angry Mike Tomlin is a Twitter account for a reason because he does get in his ways. But that's just because he wants to win. And I'm a Ravens fan. So I know how those teams can be and he likes a competitive team so to see these two teams go up against each other was really cool from the payroll perspective they have that in common you know brian reynolds we weren't sure if he was going to get that extension he definitely got it and earned it he waited out a little bit which i really appreciated but overall i think this was important not just for the a's but for the pirates as well when you're the hottest team in baseball you can sometimes find yourself in the world series but you also get humbled along the way so ray we have to give props or props are due. Everybody on that A's lineup had a solid game or two, and it was well-deserved. Yeah, this is one of these series that we can take the positives in and just relish in it for a little bit, especially since we have the off day tomorrow. So bask in the glory of a winning series for a bit and then right back to work on Friday. But on the other side, I think this should be a little bit of a wake-up call for the Pirates that you're you're not exactly the world beaters everyone has claimed you to be just yet. It's still a little bit of a ways to go, but I, I do see a huge competitive edge in this Pirates team. I, this will not be the last that we see of them. I definitely think they're going to be a factor. They'll be relevant, as we say, as we get closer to the fall. And Ray to show some love to his Pirates team, and I really appreciate that. Well, I guess you're more, I mean, your background with, with Pittsburgh. I can't ignore that for you. Yeah, well. I, I adopted Pennsylvania originally from New Jersey. So yes. Tony teases me all the time because I grew up a Mets fan. So when Max Scherzer was complaining about the pitch clock and being the grumpy old man that he's kind of turned into, Townie's text me like, hey, look at what Max Scherzer's talking about. He just needs to pitch and just be quiet. And I, yeah. But you know what? You don't have Jacob deGrom on your team anymore. So that's good. That hurt. I'll be honest. That hurt. Watching that press conference and him getting teary-eyed. Yeah, and- a little emotional. Yeah. But, you know, if it's one person who knows how to come back from that surgery, it's him. And, you know, and speaking of injury updates, we do have some for the A's as well. Some great news, Ray Ray. Mason Miller has begun a throwing program. The highly touted pitcher who luckily we got to see Luis Medina step up and he's been doing strong building off of his starts. But Miller's beginning a throwing program. Great news there. Kirby Sneed. Through 22 pitches in an AVL game, he's on basically a spring training-like buildup. Zach Jackson could begin a throwing program next week. Freddie Tarnick threw a bullpen yesterday, but Kotze didn't have any more details on that. So still some good stuff coming out there. And then sticking to the pitchers, Hogan Harris, like we talked about, not only did he get his first major league start, but his first major league win. And Ray, let's talk about that a little bit. Something that these pitchers have had to do is adjust. You know, James Caprillion went from a demotion to being hopefully a setup, maybe a setup guy, maybe a long guy, then he's starting again. 
And same thing with Hogan Harris, you know, he had a closer and he, or he had an opener and he had these scenarios that he had to endure. And especially with Mark, when Mark Kotze is taking advantage of this opener and Austin Pruitt, as Vince Catronio likes to say, have glove will travel is taking a stepping up in every aspect he needs to. So it's gotta be good vibes for a guy like Hogan Harris to not only get the win, but building off of what Caprillion did yesterday as well. Yeah, I think that's the signs of a growing staff, that you're able to take one start into your own. Your teammates' past great performance fires you up to do as well, if not better, than your teammates. So they're feeding off each other, and that's great to see. But yeah, a lot of adjustments have been made throughout this entire pitching staff. Another young pitcher who has had to adjust is Ken Waldachuk. I know he had a little bit of a rough go of it today. He started the season as a starter and last year, he was lights out. So it's kind of surprising to see him struggle where he is right now with a starter and now long reliever. We'll see where he finally ends up in terms of a role by the end of the season. And you can't help but also mention Shintaro Fujinami, where the, the A's are just trying to find a place somewhere in this rotation or even this bullpen for him because his arm is electric. We know that. But he's just struggled with location from time to time. And I think now, though, he's starting to build some consistency. So it's some positive signs from Fuji. And I think we, we can, can hopefully see some starting signs from Waldachuk. Hopefully this rough outing doesn't get him down too much because he can he can bounce back. He has the talent. We've seen it. He does. And he was on that streak there for a little bit where he was just winning ball games, helping win ball games for the team. And, you know, at the at one aspect, he, he needed all the chances he could get. And we saw some positives go there. And hopefully he can write off of that. And you're right. I don't think we can characterize his outing as who he actually is as a pitcher. And, you know, Trevor May earned his second save, I believe, of the season. Um, he started the season with the first win for our pitching staff, which was kind of fun to see how that went. But I think ultimately we need to work on consistent pitching. Hitting is definitely showing itself. And, you know, for instance, Brent Rooker is finally becoming the Brent Rooker that we all kind of had heart eyes for heading into the season, starting off the season. And actually he was, he spoke to our own Alex Jensen in the post game. And we'll see what he said about how he played and how the rest of the team did as well. A's get a series win in Pittsburgh as they defeat the Pirates by the final of 9-5, to tying a season high with 17 hits. Alex Jensen joined postgame by uh, Brent Rooker, and Brent, 17 hits, 15 the night before. As a club, 1-9, to what's working for you offensively? Yeah, um, it's been a fun two nights, obviously, offensively uh, for our hitters. I think everybody's just kind of taking a really good approach up there and being disciplined with what they want to do. And then, obviously, when they're getting the pitches they're looking for, uh, guys are putting good swings on them and, and finding a lot of barrels. And when you do that, um, you know, it leads to a lot of hits and a lot of runs, which is a fun way to play. Tell me about the plan coming in uh, the last two nights. Obviously, a, you know, a, a tough righty in Keller last mm -hmm. night. And then, you know, Contreras, who, who's got the slider today, and you guys were able to get him out in the first inning. What was the plan coming in the last two days that, that's kind of led to the success you guys have seen? Yeah, obviously, Mitch last night um, having a really good year, really, really high-caliber high arm. So we're just trying to go in there, battle him. Um, you know, hit the mistakes because, you know, he's got good enough stuff where when he throws it where he wants to, it's really hard to, it's hard to hit. So we got to make him make mistakes, get him up in the zone, get him out over the plate, then put good swings on it. And then uh, today with Contreras, obviously he's got a really good fastball uh, and a good slider off it. So we're just coming in, you know, trying to look to hit the fastball early um, to avoid getting the slider if we could. And we did a really good job of that early on. Two hits, two RBIs for yourself, the double to left center, the home run last night. What's, what's worked for you? What adjustments are you making? How have those kind of taken these last two days? Yeah, um, I've been working on a lot of stuff, obviously a little bit swing-wise, and mainly just kind of approach-wise and mindset-wise, and 
and try not trying to not do too much. Like I feel like I have been at times the last two or three weeks. I'm making sure I'm getting the pitch that I want to swing at um, instead of trying to hit everything. And I've done a better job of that the last two nights, which has led to some better results for sure. Take me inside the clubhouse. You know, before yesterday's ball game, you guys are blasting the music, and Cap comes out and gives you a, a gritty outing, getting through six. What's the mood like in the clubhouse? I know things didn't go your way to start this road trip, but you guys seem loose. Yeah, it's high energy the last two days for sure. Anytime you get um, the kind of starting pitching performances we got this whole series, really. I mean, JP went out there and battled um, night one. Cap did a good job last night, and then um, you know Hogue did a great job today. And you match those with some good offensive performances. Um, the vibes are going to be high. Energy is going to be high. We're just going to kind of keep that uh, rolling in Milwaukee. Second game batting leadoff for uh, Ryan Noda. How does he set the tone? I mean, his at bats in his rookie year have just been, they've been really quality. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he sees a lot of pitches, which is what you want to see out of a leadoff guy. I mean, his, his on base is 415, 420, 430, whatever it is. Um, you know, he's got as good of a as good of an eye at, up there um, as anybody in the league, just taking his walks, making sure he's getting on base for guys behind him. So, obviously, we got Pokey, who's kind of the prototypical leadoff hitter, but Noda yeah. does a really good job when he's asked to slot in there. Yeah. Um, and then the two holds a great spot for him, too, kind of wherever he's at in the lineup. He does a really good job taking really good at bats. Finally, being able to add on these last two days, I mean, being able to carry that approach, that plan throughout uh, all nine innings, it kind of helps carry the momentum into the next day for you, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, anytime. You, you go out and put an offensive performance on like we did last night with a lot of hits and a lot of runs. You know, you're feeling good going into the next day, and it just builds that confidence when you can kind of carry over and do the same thing again. So, obviously, off day for us tomorrow, which we'll use to kind of refresh and, and regroup and then hope to carry that offensive momentum into, into, into Milwaukee. Brent Rooker, thank you for your time. Congrats on the win. We'll see you in Milwaukee. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, that's uh, Brent Rooker after the A's defeat the Pirates by the final of 9-5. Uh, to five. Jess and Ray, back to you. Rooker said it best hitting is hard he said a lot he's working on a lot of stuff while not trying to do too much that approach is the ultimate the, the smartest simplest way you can talk about major league hitting you when you especially if you want to improve yourself you have to work on a lot of things but when you approach the plate you have to simplify it as much as possible one time Polly b told me I'm so much better when I'm not thinking about anything. And I couldn't imagine how difficult that must be because Rooker even said so himself. There's also mental aspects to it. Imagine all that pressure of having one of the hottest Aprils in the league to having one of the coldest Mays in the league. That's got to be a tough balance to find, Ray. Yeah, it really has to be. And it Rooker has been up and down this year, as you mentioned. And ever since his appearance in MLB Network, we talked about the stat of how he struggled. But yeah, he's starting to find his way once again, and, it, and it's very encouraging. And it's it's easier said than done to kind of simplify everything and, and empty your mind, as they like to say, when with those into meditation and yoga, stuff like that. But it's one of those things where you just have to trust in yourself, trust in your coaches. And I think Rooker hasn't lacked in himself in terms of trust and self-assurance. It's just getting those results to produce on the field and I think now he's he's starting to get that way so it doesn't get easier though with the Brewers coming up so I'll be interested to see how he attacks them and what's the plan for him going forward but a lot of positives today so trying to focus on those as much as possible because it's boy oh boy is it good to see these bats hot again and you know what I was thinking of I know they don't quote think about the opponent when they get a win but they can't not think about the opponent when they get the win. What happened with the Braves last year, the A's managed to sweep the Astros. Like those are big wins when it comes to your baseball reference page, that doesn't necessarily matter. But I feel like if you're going to win against a team, why not make it the pirates? Why not make it the Braves? 
and we talk about World Series championships, those matchups. It's the best team in baseball usually versus the hottest team in baseball. And it feels like we went up against both those teams in the last two weeks. So that's got to be a good a good vibe setting heading into another tough matchup on the road in Milwaukee. Yeah, if you're going to win, win big. And, and the A's have definitely done that in those past series wins with the Braves and now for the Pirates. So hopefully we don't continue this flip-flop pattern where we were really good against the Braves and then just completely flatlined against the Marlins and then back up against the Pirates. So hopefully we continue this trend upward against the Brew Crew because they're in the thick of it too. They're right next to the Pirates in the NL Central standings. So they're not going to take this series lightly. They're not going to feel sorry for the A's and their struggles throughout this season. So the Oakland has to go on of continuing, honestly, a chip on their shoulder and say, yeah, you can look at our record, but that's not how we're playing. That's not how we're competing. So let's let's go on of a fire after the refresh on Thursday and come in swinging against the Brewers. I want to talk again about Ryan Noda. I want to be his eyes. He like, and I think of Barry Bonds. He had those amazing eyes. He would see a baseball and it would look like a beach ball. I feel like Ryan Noda has similar aspects to that. Not only does he get on base, but when he does have these at bats leading up to a possible walk, he's patient. He's smart. He has these, and Tony Kemp said it to me before he has mature at bats and Kotze said what he what Tony probably means by that is professional at bats. Remind ourselves, he's still a rookie. He just made his major league debut this season with the A's. But I have to be reminded constantly of that. And I'll even see the way that he talks to the umpire when he swings and misses. He says, you know, where did that miss? Or where did I miss? Where was that pitch? He wants to just get better. He's like a sponge soaking up all the knowledge. So being able to watch him do that, especially when you have a guy like Ruiz sitting out and you need a guy to get on base like that. I mean, that's just numbers and that's just simply the way that you can put it. But having him in that lineup has been great to see. And especially losing a guy like Aguilar, who wasn't necessarily stepping up when they needed it. He's doing a beautiful job. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly on wanting Ryan Noda's eyes because about my glasses, I'm as blind as a bat. Just mm-hmm. give me the location at that point because I can't see anything. <laughs> he has a very contrarian approach at the plate, and I mean that in a good way. Opposed to some rookies where they just, they're hungry. They just want to hit anything. Base hits, double, a pop out to left field. They don't care. They just want to get the ball in the air. Noda has a contrarian approach, and it's benefited. So I hope he never gets placed out of this leadoff spot. I know Ruiz is great getting on base and his stolen bases, but every time Noda is in the leadoff spot in this lineup, he's excelled. So I say keep him there while he's hot. Find a place for Ruiz in that top three that set the table for the big boppers and just let's keep going with it because it's it's working. So why not get, if it's not broken, why fix it? Yeah, and I will say even having Ruiz sit out this one and get a win is definitely a positive as well. That's our best hitter on the team. I mean, probably not the hottest hitter on the team. That's probably Jace Peterson and maybe the rest of the lineup, but it's just really good to see from that aspect. And no, and I know Noda is Townie's guy. If Townie joins us later, I'm sure he's going to rave about him even more. And just a guy that needed a chance, you know, strong in the minors. Um, There were some questions about him making the, roster heading out of spring training of course that was again that was when the team still possessed christian pache and people were unsure about brent rooker making the roster over pache so it was just one of those scenarios that 
I think he can rest a little bit easier because he's doing well with that. And he's embracing his role with the A's. He just talked on A's cast recently saying he loves the players. He loves the coaches. He loves the fans. He loves <laughs> the media. So we've been doing a good job and doing well by him as well. So stay tuned as the A's clubhouse show continues on A's cast and A's radio network. Jessica Kleinschmidt here with Ray Jensen. Coming up, we have Hogan Harris. Which NorCal drivers are enjoying the best of everything these days? Ask anyone who owns a Honda. My Honda Pilot is the perfect family SUV. My Honda CRV is definitely a great choice. Honda was named best overall brand, most refined brand, and best value brand of 2022 by Kelly Blue Book's KBB.com. Save now at your NorCal Honda dealer. Based on 2022 brand image awards from Kelly Blue Book, visit KBB.com for more information. For details, ask anyone who owns a Honda or visit NorCalHondaDealers.com. And the underdogs, Oakland Athletics, win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. Unbeatable mileage from Chevron with Techron unlocks all kinds of unbeatable trips, like to family dinner the next town over, or to a family wedding the next, next town over, or even to a family reunion over the river and through the woods at Grandma's house. Any drive is worth it to see Grandma, especially when you can stop along the way for unbeatable cleaning power from Chevron with Techron. Your engine will be thanking you for making the trip. Download the Chevron app now and find unbeatable mileage near you. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to linksoul.com. That's linksoul.com. Contreras delivers in the 1-0 pitch. He swung on. Line drive base hit over the outstretched glove of the Leaping Hayes. In the score is Peterson going to second base. Brian, it's 5-0 A's. So Blade picks up his first RBI since the 10th of May as he singles Home, Peterson moves Bride to second, and it is a 5-0 ball game. You're listening to the A's Clubhouse Show. 833-625-2278. Give us a call as the A's Clubhouse Show continues on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. I believe we have Townie standing by, which is perfect timing, Townie, because we were just talking about your boy, Ryan Noda. He continues these at-bats, you know, more walks added to his statistics but then had those strong defensive plays where he continues to make things look easy we're talking about how amazing his eyes are what are you loving about his approach at the plate everything i I mean this the the last two days i mean when you think about this what a hard season this has been in so many different ways on the field off the field for A's fans the fact that you can really if you're still in this and still following the team 11 runs last night Nine runs today, seven in the first inning. 
Uh, you're talking you know, less than 24 hours seeing all this offense going in and beating the Pirates two out of three, the, the third series victory of the year. You know, we've taken a lot of blows. I think Jessica, and I know Ray's here, is that we should sit back and just enjoy a little bit. Day off tomorrow, but just enjoy this because this has been a tough season. It's been nice to watch the guys have success. And I think not only for the players, but I think for the coaches who they don't play, but they live and die with every at-bat. Tommy Everidge does. And then you think about Scott Emerson living with every pitch. And what these coaches put into it, the hours, the amount of hours that everybody's putting into it, and you keep hearing about historic losing, and this is as bad as 1900, and then you got to go back to the Spiders of Cleveland and 1800. It just all of that noise to get some victories and to feel good about yourself heading into an off day, going to Milwaukee. I'm really happy for these guys. I'm happy for everybody because they are putting the work in. Even though you're not seeing the results, they're putting the work in. And the last two days, maybe just maybe they're finding a little something. And, yeah, what can you say about Ryan Nota? You're talking about when we first met Ryan at spring training. Well, first when he became an A, we were down at the winter meetings in San Diego when the A's took him in the Rule 5 draft. Uh, from the Los Angeles Dodgers were like, I don't know, we're looking at his numbers saying, obviously this guy gets on base. And we met him for the first time down spring training and a really confident guy. And you talk to a lot of scouts, they say, hey, that's how a lot of Dodger prospects are, confident. And he knew this was the land of opportunity. And he has fully taken advantage of, of everything he's shown us, as you just mentioned, Jessica, how good he is defensively, how athletic he is. He now has an 888 OPS. He's got the number one on base percentage in the American League, third in baseball for people who qualify. So he's third in baseball and on base, number one in the American League. He's starting to hit for power, the home run, the oppo jack today in the seventh. He's extra base hits. This series, six for 11, a home run, four RBIs, two doubles, five walks. Man, we talk so much about Ruiz. We talk so much about really Rooker early. Right now, the story for the Oakland Oakland Athletics, no question, the guy who's really, you know, growing in front of our eyes is Ryan Noda. Yeah, especially, and we, I talked to Ray about it earlier, this guy who needed a big league chance, and he got it and then some. And, you know, Tony, I want to kind of circle back to your previous point about, you know, these wins, I think they're bringing a sense of normalcy to this team because, like you said, it was dark and it wasn't a major league baseball team type of a vibe heading into the clubhouse. And something you said during last night's A's clubhouse show is how important winning actually is. And it sounds silly, but winning ultimately is the the factor in determining the success of a team. Yeah. And for these, for these players, it's like you go in and tell me that win didn't mean, mean something to James Caprellian last night. Go in and tell Scott Emerson that win for his pitcher didn't matter. Go tell me today Hogan Harris in his first career start. You remember what it was like his first outing. It was such a disaster. Go in there today and tell me once again to Hogan Harris that that win, his first ever career start getting his first big league win, it didn't matter. Go tell Jace Peterson these last two days. I mean, the last – 
24 hours. I, I, I mean, if I was him, I didn't want to go to sleep last night. And if I'm him, I don't even want to have the day off tomorrow. These two games, as much as they're just two games during a regular season, to a lot of these players, these two games have meant a lot. And, and just they can, they can fake it all they want to us. And you go into that clubhouse all the time, Jessica, they're going to fake it. When they win is when they tell you the truth. They go, oh, how great this is and how good this feels. I mean, these guys are looking at themselves in the mirror, and it's a big struggle because they just lose over and over again. I mean, just this win today, they're just 2 and 25 in day games. 2 and Mm. 25. So, you know what? When you have these small victories and you build this momentum – I mean, it helps you feel good about yourself. It helps everybody in the organization feel better about themselves. Yeah. and I feel better that. today. How about you, right? I feel, I little, say, I feel a little taller. I feel a little better looking today. I mean, winning's good. I mean, yeah, you need all the help you can get in that department, Townie. And I don't, I don't, I don't ever feel taller because I'm five, nothing, but I definitely, I'm right there with you. And, and, you know, these young guys, this is their first taste of the bigs and they aren't, they want to get a good example of what to expect when you're heading toward the big show. And it felt like at the beginning of some of these young guys careers, they weren't getting the right view of what an actual season should look like. And that means you have to throw those, those wins into it and to have the veterans take place in a part of those as well, too. Diaz had a strong game recently, you know, those things are important to, to look at as well. And then you set the precedents and that's when we can start reintroducing some of these young guys or the Soderstroms of the world to the team while they're at least winning a few games here and there. Yeah. Think about like Jonah bride, Jonah bride Mm -hmm. was hot down at triple a, they rewarded him, brought him up two for four today. He's hitting over 300. You know, you're starting to, you know, two days in a row and, and, and you're starting to see everybody kind of doing something. I mean, even even the first the first loss in Pittsburgh, five to four. Looking at the uh, the old Bible here, the scorebook. Looking at how many guys contributed. So you're starting to see a lineup where a lot of guys are doing stuff. And and we got to give Scott Emerson credit too. You know, I mentioned Caprelli and mentioned Harris. Uh, also, J.P. Sears threw threw the ball well in the series, but. You're starting to see the bullpen be a little bit better. I know the numbers are horrific and and we can't sugarcoat it, but day after day it looks like the bullpen is getting better. There's a lot more zeros. There's a lot less lot less walks. I mean, you take Waldechuk out of it today. I mean, Waldechuk way too many walks, but everybody else who came out of the bullpen today, they didn't walk anybody. So they're starting to put up a lot more zeros. You're starting to find guys that are a little bit more reliable in the bullpen. So there are some good traits going on with this team. Once again, I don't think they're going to go on some crazy run and we're going to be like, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. But what I want to see them do is start winning some series, start taking two out of three, and get away from this historic bad stuff. Because that is just to have somebody coming in going, hey, you realize you realize you guys are the first team since 1900. That kind of stuff is just not good. Yeah. And I and right there with you. Take take a series. And here's actually something that I'm, I'm curious about with you, Tony. I asked Ray about it. I know these guys don't really necessarily look at wins about who they're playing. They just want the win. But there has to have some sort of takeaway when you're winning against a team like the Braves, when you're winning against a team like the Pirates. Yes, 
I mean, you're looking at teams that, uh, I mean, go, go after that win for the Pirates in game one, they were now in first place in the NL Central. And, yes, you took on the Atlanta Braves, and now you're going to go up against a Milwaukee Brewers team that's going to be in first place when you show up there uh, on Friday to play. So if you can take two out of three or potentially sweep, don't want to get ahead of myself, but if you go in and win the series, take two out of three from back-to-back first-place teams, and now you're coming back home, and it's going to be no day at the beach because you've got the Rays coming in. They're the best team in baseball. It's just it, it, it builds confidence. Winning builds confidence, and it helps justify all the hard work. All the hard work and you keep on losing, man, it makes it hard to do it. But when you start winning – and you're working that hard, and all everything that you do physically and everything that you do mentally and all the video and everything that you're doing uh, trying to get better, it just it, – it, it, there's validation. This team needed some validation. This is not a lot of wins, not trying to oversell it, but I just think for the team, winning some games, playing well, putting up a lot of runs, it's validation for everybody. I'm right there with you. I, too, need validation. We have Mike in Texas on line six. Mike, it sounds like you're a little concerned about the A's move at shortstop. Well, here's what I don't understand. Uh, Let's start by saying great weekend. Uh, You know, the pitching, starting pitching was very good. And like Tony said, let's take Waldachuk out of it. But my, my problem with the shortstop move is, did we get better bringing Smith up? They said he was hitting a hot 260 at AAA. Well, Nick Allen was hitting 330 when he came up. I mean, Horiz is hitting way better down in AA. Why not take the opportunity to bring Horiz up and let him play some short and see what he can do? Because we, we know what Kevin Smith is. We know what Nick is. Nick's a way better fielder. I mean, he's going to save you some runs, but I've seen Horiz play. He's a smooth fielding shortstop. I do I'm looking at it from the fan, so maybe I don't see it. But it's just, when, when are we going to stop playing with not getting better or just not going forward? Yeah, you know, Tony and I talked about this on the A's uh, Total Access show yesterday, presented by Chevron. And Tony, we kind of had the same concerns. Yeah, now now we're getting into the bringing double-A guys up to the big leagues, which we talked to David Forrest on Ace Cast Live on the David Forrest Show about that. He didn't rule it out, so maybe we will see it. I, I don't, you know, I'll believe it when they actually start making those moves because there's quite a few guys down at double-A who are having some, uh, some definite success. And the question really is, if they go to triple-A, what really do they get out of it? Because we know the the play at AAA, we've documented it, we've talked about it. It's just you go to AAA, everybody's going to put up numbers, everybody's going to be you know hitting dingers. Pitchers aren't as bad as their numbers, and it's really not regular baseball. It's baseball that's played in altitude. It's in desert and thin air, and it's just not normal. And then all of a sudden you come to the big league. So do you really get a huge benefit leaving Midland and going to Vegas, or can you just go from Midland to Oakland? Now, I, I they, they still – see, see you got to realize, too, there's still the business side of this. Kevin Smith is still a part of the Matt Chapman trade. 
Mm-hmm. You still have to remember there's the business side, right? And and I've talked about, you know, what June, what you're going to look at in June when sometimes when you're saying, well, why are you still playing this guy? Well, you want to believe if you can get some of your veteran guys to start playing well, that all of a sudden they will have a trade value. If they get better, there will be, you know, there's going to be way more buyers than there are going to be sellers. And if there's injuries in in June and then into July, there's going to be teams calling up who just need some players, and they need and they're going to want to have players that have some experience. So there's going to be reasons why you want to play certain guys and get those guys going before you just go out ah, of hell with it. Let's just start bringing guys up from Midland. Yeah, and I could see there. I could see there being a situation where, when you're playing for Midland, you're exposed to the same teams over and over again. So maybe it could be. A, I mean, I guess that's kind of the case in the PCL. They're having like six game series right now, so that's kind of a similar situation. But the Midland organiz or the Midland League is way fewer teams, so that could be a reason to stay around in, you know. Triple A, who knows? But right there with you, PCL. Like I'm batting 300. It's just one of those things that those those take place. And maybe they do need to get tattooed if it's a pitcher situation. Maybe they do need to develop that confidence in Triple A. But then sometimes that confidence they develop in Triple A gets humbled when they get promoted to to the bigs. Well, I would say the a good sign is that there is talent there, and we know there's talent there. Whether you're talking about uh, Butler, or you're talking about Clark, or you're talking about Harris, Hernandez. I mean, the, 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 there, there, there are players down there, and it's gonna take time. We don't know when we're gonna see him. We don't even know when we're gonna see Soderstrom or Geloff or when Diaz is gonna come back or or Cody Thomas. We don't know, but at some point, it's going to happen. At some point, there will be more of a youth movement. I think myself and everybody else, we just have to be patient. Certain guys are going to get looks that they want to get back to some respectable numbers because they may want to move them. You know, right now is when all the different people in our business, when we're talking about GMs, assistant GMs, are calling each other, they're having conversations, they're planting seeds because trades just don't happen overnight. So you're finding out what are your needs, what are you looking for. Okay, I'm going to send my scouts to look at your organization. You know, they're – there's a lot of recon that has to go on at this time of the year before the actual deals get made. So you just have to, you know, for the, you know, the A's have time. I mean, we're not sitting here going, oh, my God, who are we going to trade because we're trying to get in the playoffs. I mean, if anybody has time and if anybody can be patient right now, it can be the Oakland A's. Yeah. And Mike, thanks for the, for the call. That was a, that was a great question. And I actually got a tweet today, somebody asking me, what's the holdup on Soderstrom? And I think there's there's definitely a lot of anticipation for him. And did what what was did you talk to Forrest about Soderstrom recently, Tony? Uh, we also talked to Bill Moriarty about it. And I've been thinking about this is just from me. I think Noda's kind of changing the game here. Mm. Because it was easy to say, okay, who's the catcher of the future? As of right now, Langoliers. Okay, um, you got a lot of catchers in the system. A lot of people think Susak, the number one pick out of Arizona, he is definitely going to be a player. Okay, so you're going to move Soderstrom to first base. That That's what people have been saying for a long time. In the end, he'll be at first base. And that's where I come and I go, whoa, slow down. I don't know how I'm taking Noda out of the lineup. 
How am I taking a guy who plays defense the way Noda does, a guy that has an eye like Noda, who's leading the American League in on-base percentage and is now starting to hit for more extra base hits, and he's got an 888 OPS. I'm mm-hmm. not moving that guy. So now where what happens with Soderstrom? If you're saying, well, you got to bring him up. Well, you're not going to bring him up just to be a DH. You never want young guys just to be a DH. And in, in AAA, he's just been playing first base and catcher. It's like, I know Soderstrom is a good enough athlete. You can put him in the outfield. That may be the next step is, okay, mm-hmm. you're going to have – the bat's going to play. Everybody – every like I was talking with Shooty Babbitt, our super scout, who works for the Oakland Athletics. I was doing the uh, NBC pre- and post-game live with him, and he's saying, I love him. All scouts love – everybody loves Soderstrom's bat. The question is, where is he going to play now that Nota is really starting to establish himself as the guy at first base? Yeah, and so I guess it's a good problem to have when it no comes doubt. to to that aspect. And, you know, our, our starter today, Hogan Harris, first MLB win during his first MLB start. Here's what he had to say after the game. Well, the, the beer shower, dirty shower, whatever you want to call it, is uh, definitely very cool, something I'm happy we... For the most part, I think I only have to live once. But it was a moment I definitely won't ever. Um, just uh, obviously your last couple outings, um, you know, weren't technically starting coming out of mm-hmm. the bullpen. Um, to get a start today, um, Kate said it's kind of a sign of you kind of earning it from the first mm-hmm. outing. It was like just to go out there for the first start and just kind of start from the beginning. This thing. It was it was pretty cool. I mean, honestly, uh, luckily having the opener and stuff like that, it was all I did was just have my whole routine just set it back 15 mm-hmm. minutes. Uh, so going from that to this wasn't too big of a deal, but it's it felt really good in my head having the head coach, manager, whatever you want to call it, have that confidence now uh, to be able to put me in. So that was gave me just a bit of confidence yeah. going in. Um, what's kind of going through your mind when you just see seven runs on, on the board in the first and just kind of everyone going up there? Getting I love it. I love seeing all the boys have success, for sure. Uh, took a while for me to be able to go out and throw again after I warmed up, but that's okay. That's what we have a brick wall for. So, uh, yeah, I mean, definitely no complaints, for sure. Um, how did you feel just went up overall um, for you out there? And I'm just, um, to... Overall, I felt good. felt good. Um, a little bit of rhythm off from time to time. Not luckily, it wasn't consistently having issues, but you know, just a couple pitches here and there. I was like, okay, gotta fix this, gotta fix that, but nothing too major. So overall, I felt pretty good. Um, just kind of, you know, it's kind of obvious, just how important is it for you guys to end the series like this, back-to-back wins, going on to you know, next stop in the road. Oh well, it's absolutely massive because, from what I saw, I think we were 10 and 52 before two games ago or something like that. So I think we're two and zero. Oh. On our last hundred games going forward, so so far we're so far we're a thousand percent. Hogan, you mentioned that's what we have a brick wall for. Were you just bouncing a ball against the wall during the yeah, first? Yeah, just had end? one of the, just had one of the weighted balls and just went down the tunnel and just threw a few just to keep the arm moving. I thought it was thought it was going to be all right, but you know we just kept on getting on base, which I couldn't fathom a better problem to have. So <laughs> just went down and threw a few against the wall, and then we just ready to go once we got in. Thanks, Hogan. Thank you. A good problem to have indeed. Your arm gets a little tired when you're 
waiting for your team to finish batting around. And he said that he loved seeing the success of the other guys, which is good. And he didn't talk about, oh, yeah, it's less pressure because, like Johnny D said, heading into the clubhouse show, he was pitching with, you couldn't tell if he had less pressure. He was still pitching as if it were a 1-0 game, which ultimately is what matters. Because I hear a lot, you know, the pitchers say, yeah, there's less pressure. But in this case, he still stayed competitive throughout his outings. So that was good to see. Do, do, you, know, one, do, do, do you know what the number one thing you need to do as a starter when you get a big lead? Do you know what the number one thing is? Nothing different. Do nothing different. Throw strikes. There you, you go. You need to throw, like, even when he gave up the solo home run to Castro, which was a big bunt, doesn't matter. It's one run. It's one. It's one. You gave up one run. That's it. Keep pumping strikes. Get Because what happens, if you get out to a big lead and all of a sudden you come out and you're a zoo and you're turning this into a really long game and your defense is standing back on their heels and next thing you know you're walking the ballpark and you start to lose the momentum and here comes the other team and it's, oh, no, you've got to keep that. You've got to get out there, pump strikes. Utilize your defense, and if you give up a run or two, doesn't matter because you already have a huge lead. And that's exactly what Hogan Harris did today. He went out there, challenged them, and let his defense work behind him. It was five innings, wasn't a ton of pitches. I think it was like 75 pitches or whatever, but he did his job. You get that big lead, go out and throw strikes. You can't be scared for the opposing team to hit off of you. doesn't matter how many runs you have behind you. So exactly right. George, I believe you have a question or you have another guy that you'd like to see come up from the minors over on line one. Yes, Jessica. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call. And uh, congratulations on the A's getting their second uh, two-game win streak going. Uh, but I do have a trade proposition. And I brought it up to Townie earlier, and this is, I oh think, boy. it's a very good trade bait. Um, I mentioned there was one player in the Rangers organization in AAA. His last name is Tsutsugo. It's T-S-U, T-S-U-G-O. And, uh, last, and his um, regular name is uh, Yoshitomo. And mm-hmm. the reason why he's a good piece of trade bait is because he used to be a star on the Yokohama Bay Stars back when he was okay. playing in Japan as an all-star. And the reason why you should get him is because you could play him for, for a month. Townie can say all kinds of things, whatever, he's terrible, da-da-da, or he's yeah. great, da-da-da. And then you could trade him back to Japan because in Japan, there's a player I want you all not to Google, but to YouTube. And this player's name is Maki, M-A-K-I, Shugo, S-H-U-G-O, Shugo Maki. He is okay. very known for dancing. He's 25 years old. He plays a little Say bit. Say no more. You talked me base. into him. You talked me uh, into uh, it. I'm already into it. Wait a uh, minute. Wait a minute. Now, now you want me to go get the 31-year-old yes. in, in the Rangers system to bring him over yes. and then to flip him for a 25-year-old and have a yes. trade between a major league baseball team and a Japanese. You you you're just you're trying Perfect. you're trying to use Jessica on this, my friend. You're just trying to I know what you're doing here. Check out Maki Shugo's uh YouTube and he was the mood maker for the Japan team in the WBC. 
So I want oh. you to check him out. I want you to check out his dance moves. And I know, Tanya, you're going to look at it, and you're going to say, deep down in your heart, I know you're going to want him. But then, you know, every time you can see his dancing celebrations, and I dare you to copy his dance moves. How about that, Tony? I, I got to see, I, I, I gotta see him first. I w- you, no, yeah, no, just no, go no, YouTube and I will video. I will re- videotape it. County doing these yeah. dance moves, and I'll and I'll oh, tweet it out. Oh God! So we're gonna go get a 31 year old Japanese player in the minor leagues for the Rangers. Uh-huh. Bring him Former here. Former All Star in Japan. Uh-huh. And th- and then flip him because yes, for a 25 year old. Because and you're gonna throw in Tony Kemp as well. Because of don't course, don't you dare. Uh uh-uh. uh. Because of course, but Tony Kemp has learned how to bunt though, so he'll come back to the majors. He needs to know how to bunt. He can't bunt. So you're okay. telling me the Japanese team, the, the Japanese uh-huh. team wants to flip a 25 year old for a 31 year old? No, because um, you know, the Yokohama Bay Stars, where Bauer's playing right now, uh, that's Suzuko's old team. He's he was the main star on that team, so they're going to want him back. He's 31 years old, so it's like the homecoming for him. There's right, there's I'm... a was a method to the madness, Tony. All there's right, a I don't weird know if I'm method to the madness. But YouTube, you got a YouTube Maki, YouTube Maki dance, World Baseball Classic, Tony. You got to do the dance. He's got a few dance moves. Hey, how about, a, how about if Tony Kemp gets his batting average over two hundred, then maybe I'll do the dance. <laughs> if I'll Tony Kemp to needs to get his batting average over 200, he needs to learn how to bully the third baseman. They say, you know, don't bully anybody, don't bully anybody, but he needs to bully a third baseman. That should be his only goal when he comes to step to the plate. All right. If All he right. can do that, then, you know, he'll be over 200, but he needs to learn how to bunt. If he doesn't know how to bunt, come on to Japan. We want Tony Kemp, too. <laughs> All right. You're not you even should. playing him? I don't know. I'll think about it. Appreciate the phone call, George. I don't know if you notice this. Uh, this is another day Tony Kemp hasn't played. Yeah. Yeah, things are not. I mean, as much as we all love Tony Kemp, things are not good. Yeah. And I, you know, he was on the A's Total Access presented by Chevron show a couple, couple games back. And, you know, I asked him, you know, these numbers aren't characterized with what you're able to do and, it's a lot of resetting for him. And, you know, he's also a resource for these young guys. So I asked him, and it makes me think of Aletimus Diaz too. The the lessons these guys learn are because they or they teach these lessons or because they've messed up in the past too. And one of his lessons is I need to get the bat on the ball. And he's a veteran. He knows what he needs to do to get that done. And it's all about execution at this point. Yeah, it's 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 gonna be a tough like for for Jace Peterson, what the 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 past two games have meant to him just to get his numbers up, right? He's gotten that batting average up to two twenty five, which is super low. But you know, if he could build on this for some of these, you know, Ramon Laureano, great to have the hopefully the visa. I haven't really checked into it today, but obviously back in the lineup, he got his visa situation uh, fixed, but. You know, to get look at Rooker to get two more hits at the home run last night because Rooker was sinking like a stone. So just to get him back going, so to get and then to see Brownie again today, three more hits. So to have some of the veteran guys, but if you're a veteran guy and you're not hitting, there's going to be some tough calls, unfortunately. I agree, and it's it's sad. And we we talked about this before, and he knows he's struggling. So hopefully he gets it figured out. That's one can only hope. 
As the A's Clubhouse show continues on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network, we have a lot coming up, so stay tuned. The doctor will see you now. But do they really? Do they see you as a mother who's a daughter and a caregiver? Fearless, but sometimes fearful. A health nut with a French fry habit. An O-positive geologist named Patty, who's here today for a melanoma exam. At Kaiser Permanente, we believe the only way to care for all of you is by seeing all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. And the underdog Oakland Athletics win their first championship since they were in Philadelphia in 1930. Hi, I'm Raleigh Fingers, Hall of Famer, three-time World Series champion with the Oakland A's and World Series MVP. Winning takes teamwork, skill, and heart. So when you need an ace for a personal injury lawyer that will win you the game, go with the winning team. Call Venardi Zarata at 833-VZ-FOR-ME or go to vzlawfirm.com. Bernardi Serrata, the official injury law firm of the Oakland A's. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans, use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Innovation is at the core of Cal State East Bay, like at our Green Biome Institute, where faculty and students preserve genetic information from California's endangered plants, or how we open doors for local entrepreneurs at our Small Business Development Center. From educators to nurses to STEM professionals, Cal State East Bay has real impact throughout the region's neighborhoods, boardrooms, and the entire economy. Be part of the innovation. Connect with Cal State East Bay at csueastbay.edu forward slash impact. And the pitch is swung on, hit the right field, hit deep. Whitefield going back at the track over his head and over the wall. Do you believe that? You're listening to A's Cast. And the lefty's first pitch is swung on and hit it deep, hit a ton, hit way back to left, and that is in the upper deck. Bombs away for Shea Langoliers. My goodness, he hit that ball a long way. This is the A's Clubhouse Show. Center fielder Blade shaded towards right center as the pitch. Swung on a missed high fastball. He elevated. Got him on the cutter, and that is the second strikeout for Harris. That's a big one there. I was just going to say, that's a big out because the Pirates have the momentum right now with three unanswered runs. They got out of a bases loaded, nobody out jam a couple innings ago. After a one-out walk to McCutcheon, you're talking now a 3-2 count to Reynolds. He gets on base. The wheels start turning. The A's win this one 9-5 over the Pirates and take the series as the A's clubhouse show here on A's Cast and the A's radio network continues. Ray Ray, I will say... The one thing I'm really happy for, or the one person I'm very happy for, is Mark Kotze. I feel like he had to have a tough time picking out some of the positives. And there were positives, whether it was the hitting, whether it was some of the defensive capabilities. Sometimes the bullpen was strong. J.P. Sears would have a strong outing here or there. But now I feel like he has less pressure to talk about some of those positives going on on that in that roster. 
Yeah, it's a lot easier when you're winning. And the managerial job is tough enough already. And, and Kotze, I think he's been handling everything, the ups and downs as best he can. And I think one of the biggest strengths towards Kotze's character as a manager is how other managers speak with him. I know Cody and Townie had Derek Shelton on Ace Cast Live earlier, and he spoke the world of Kotze as a leader. So I think that's a positive sign that Kotze is the guy that steered the ship and get these guys going in the right directions. But yeah, you have to feel good for everyone in this team right now with the current success, but Kotze up among the top for sure. And if you want to get a compliment from somebody, might as well be Shelton. Here's what Mark Kotze said after today's win. Yeah, no, it, it feels good. Obviously, wins are wins are important, and uh, and and what we're uh, chasing every day. So, um, you know, for for the club to to come out and play the way we did the last two nights uh, after a rough game on uh, a Monday night it shows the character and uh, and just shows the work that they're putting in right now. And uh, we talk about it a lot. And in the last series against the Braves, you know, it feels good because you're you're working really hard to you know. Um, prepare and 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 to make change and if without the result it's difficult to see the incremental uh, improvements so um, you know the last two nights the offense um, you know has done a great job with their their approach um, they've been you know passing the passing the bat along down the line and uh, and feeding off each other which we talked about you know hitting is contagious and uh, we've seen that the last two days Talked about Hogan Harrison just sort of showed the last two outings um, from to go out there for his first start and kind of fix the way it did. We think this is out Yeah, you know, they we talked pregame a little bit about his poise and, and his presence. And, um, you know, for only his third time, fourth time out on the mound uh, in the big leagues, um, I thought he kept his composure real well. Um, you know, when he got in trouble, he, he stayed uh, relaxed and, and executed pitches. And, uh, you know, so for him, uh, real happy for him for his first major league win. What do you think of just Ryan Nota just over the past few weeks? Um, obviously, the results have been really good, but um, what do you think just the way he's kind of taken this role every day and establishing himself? No, I, I think for Ryan, um, you know, it, it's tough when you're a Rule 5 kid. We talked a little bit about that early, um, feeling comfortable with a new team, uh, being in the big leagues for the first time, uh, knowing that, you know, a team took a chance on you in a Rule 5 uh, draft, um, which, you know, create some level of expectation and uh, for how he's handled it handled that uh, through April and May and now to see the confidence um, and uh, you know it, it's a good sign it's a good sign for a young player to, to um, uh, become more comfortable and more confident at uh, at this level County I have to say I think Ryan Noda and Mark Kotze are kindred spirits in their own right <laughs> Well, neither of them are very excitable. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can tell you this, though. Mark Kotze's got to be sleeping a little better. Yeah. I mean, there's no question. I mean, it's, it's you know, the the coaching staff doesn't get the wins and the losses, but, Co- but Kotze's record does. Mm-hmm. And that's something that we don't really talk a lot about because it's not really pleasant. But since he took over last year where – 102 losses, and this year now 50 losses. I mean, it's a lot of losses on his record. So, and he's got to be the one that uh, he leads this club. And it's not easy. It's not the, the losing just wears on everybody. And we, when we go in and talk with Mark Kotze for the Mark Kotze show in, in his office, you could just tell. 
It's not easy. Really is not easy. So just to get a couple wins, you know, feel good about yourself. And hopefully tomorrow, maybe a little team bonding thing. I don't know what they're going to do with Milwaukee, but maybe, uh, you know, the, a bunch of bunch of people from the traveling party went over to the Roberto Clemente Museum, which was a lot of fun just to, to, to see the video of. I didn't know it existed, and it was a very, you know, uh, an emotional baseball experience for everybody. If you listen to them, our own broadcasters talked about it, but uh, hopefully they'll all get together and do something and maybe, I don't know, golf, whatever, but be together. And right, cause right now, you know, let you got some good vibes going, right? Got some good feelings having won two in a row and just not, just not winning two in a row the way you won two in a row where it's a, the entire team is contributing the time. Pretty much the entire 26-man roster is contributing. So hopefully they all stay together, do something on uh, Thursday, and then uh, go after them in Milwaukee on Friday. It's going to be golf in a brewery, I bet. You can't It'll go to be, Milwaukee. There'll be some type of brewery involved. I don't know if golf will be involved, but there'll be some type of brewery involved. I, yeah, I would put I mean, my money on that. I feel like you can't have – you can have one without the other, but maybe – I mean, you're in Milwaukee, for God's sakes. So it's, this is what these people do. Isn't that it, and sausages. Cheese curds, too. Yeah. yeah. It's, very, it's, a great, it's a great day. You're in Wisconsin, baby. I mean. And you're not, you're not ingesting it to, like, take the sadness away. You're ingesting it because you just came off of a series win. That's even better. You're, yeah, you're excitable. Yeah, you're enjoying yeah. this one. You're enjoying being in Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, so this is where, you know, you always talk about road trips, right? Road mm-hmm. trips can be tough. It's long. It's away from wives, girlfriends, kids. But sometimes road trips are great because they're oh, bonding because yeah. you're with each other constantly. You're on planes. You're on buses. You're in hotels together. You know, so I bet it's real miserable when you're not when you're not doing well. But being on the road together can be a good thing when we when you're starting to play well and you're starting to get those vibes. And you heard Ryan Noda after the game uh, talk about how, you know, seems like some things are starting to click. Yeah, and it's it's about time and it's the perfect time of the season to do it. It's always a good time to be on a roll, but especially right now. Townie, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. All righty. Uh, I'll be back. I'm going on vacation. I'll be back next Thursday. Well, you deserve vacation, and don't worry. We have it all covered, okay? All right. You guys enjoy. Be well. And and hopefully as I when I'm gone, they win a lot more games, and you guys can be talking about a lot more wins. Yeah, we can say that you're bad luck. <laughs> well. <laughs> I love you, Jessica Kleinschman. Oh, oh wow. Oh, Townie. Wow. Oh, wow. I do love you, Jessica Kleinschmidt. I love you, too. You and guys... you love Ray Jensen, too. I have not said that. <laughs> I have not said that publicly. I don't know if Ray has done enough for the love yet. I think he has to work a little harder. I, You know what? I like I like Ray. Rome okay, wasn't built in the day. I... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Scott Probably. Emerson. But to all the A's fans, with all the stuff going on, I know it's tough. And we're still years away from anything, and it's tough to tell people that. But sometimes you can smell the roses and enjoy a couple victories. I agree. Thanks, Tony. Be well. Give us a call, 833-625-2278. We're wrapping up here. A couple more segments left, but I'm right there with Tony, Ray. I think this is a not only a good game, it's a good win. And the thing that Mark Kotze has been preaching from the beginning and he's been preaching it literally since he got the job. He wants to see good, clean baseball. 
And errors happen. Some of these snafus happen. Hogan Harris will give up a home run. These things will happen. But it looks like it's it's some good, clean baseball going on right now. Yeah, pardon. I'm, I'm still recoiling from the fact that I have to fight for Townie's love. You already have that in the bag already. But, <laughs> not, not yet. but yeah, I think that's an overlooked factor, specifically in today's game, Jess. The clean baseball. The defense is a lot crisper as of late. It, it struggled mightily early on, but a lot cleaner. And I think the young guys that have come up and gained more confidence is a big big factor towards the cleaner defense and you can't really make mistakes because as we mentioned it's not getting easier in terms of opponent quality they're going to make you pay on those mistakes so with the brewers and then the rays and the phillies coming up clean baseball is crucial yeah and we have a an off day coming up like we were talking about we love an off day but it's always a better off day when you're coming off of a series win because that way when you're ingesting brew brews and you're ingesting any sort of you know, just fun. You're not doing it to force yourself out of a funk because you're already happy. I know how many times where I've tried to like go work out to make myself happier. And sometimes it's just not going to solve anything. Sometimes endorphins don't win. Sometimes sadness overpowers endorphins and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm a lunatic. I, I just work out and I you really a, are. <laughs> yeah. I'm, it's, it's crazy. So we're, we're built a little bit different, but no, yeah, I agree. Sometimes you just want to eat Oreos on the couch and just forget everything. Yes. Yes. Sometimes a few episodes of scandal and four Oreo thins and I'm, I'm good to go. As the A's clubhouse show continues, we have some more on tap, including the out of town scoreboard and what's on deck. Stay tuned. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflows, managing documents, and providing the best-in-class office technology. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. That's ubeo.com. We are right in the middle of major season on the PGA Tour. Hey, those guys are good, but it won't stop you from having a great golf outing at Cinnabar Hills Golf Club. Just a short drive south of fast-paced Silicon Valley, the 27 holes of championship golf will give you and your friends a full day of enjoyment, plus a great 19th hole experience awaits at the grill. Not only golf, but Cinnabar Hills is ready to provide a first-class experience for any event. Learn more at CinnabarHills.com, CinnabarHills.com. If you're looking for a new mattress, Nest Bedding has you covered. Sleep on the same mattress Hall of Famer Ricky Henderson sleeps on. Nest Bedding is the number one brand of online mattresses and the Bay Area's favorite mattress store. Take home the Easy Breather Pillow. The New York Times calls it their number one pick. You can navigate their easy news website, nestbedding.com. That's nestbedding.com. Green and Gold fans use the coupon code Oakland and you get 10% off your entire order. Nest Bedding, love where you sleep. Tonight, I've got a bonfire at the lake with friends. First, I need a spritz of my off-clean feel. My summer style is all about fun and not about... I don't need Mosquito Bite Red clashing with this crochet top. It's purple. It's bright. I could definitely pair it with my Amethyst eyeshadow palette. The best part is, ugly mosquitoes won't be messing with my fiery vibes. With off-clean feel, I've got eight hours of not-sticky, fragrance-free protection. Get your pre-party protection on with off-clean feel. SC Johnson, a family company. Is convenience a state of mind or a real thing? At Extra Mile, it's a real thing, and it's in everything they do. 
The stores are spacious, organized, clean, and well-lit, so you can get in quickly, get what you need, and keep going. It's just what you'd expect from a place serving up the hot and fresh food and snacks you love. So treat you right, and check out Extra Mile's fresh take on the convenience store experience. Extra Mile convenience stores at select Chevron and Texaco locations. If you're looking for a great place to eat and watch games, go see our friends at the Chicken Pie Shop of Walnut Creek. The Chicken Pie Shop is one of the hottest restaurants in Walnut Creek. You're not going to find a better menu and come try their world-famous chicken pie that has been served in Southern California for 86 years. Spacious indoor and outdoor dining, perfect for your next private party or corporate event. Don't forget free parking. For more information, go to chickenpieshopwc.com. That's chickenpieshopwc.com. This is Chris Towns, and there are two things that are a must for me, comfort and style. Whether I'm playing golf, going to dinner, I've got to have the right feel. That's why I've partnered with Link Soul, and you're going to love Link Soul. They have just released their new spring line, new fabrics for their polos, lightweight and perfect for technical performance. Link Soul also has new styles for their layers and hoodies with cool prints and seasonal colors. You know what they say in the big leagues, look good, play good. Go to LinkSoul.com. That's LinkSoul.com. At Granger, we're for the ones who pay attention to every little detail. The ones who fuss, tinker, and sweat the small stuff. Because you know the tiniest thing can make the biggest difference when it comes to keeping business moving. We get it. We're the same way. Offering access to product experts to help you quickly and easily find what you need. So whatever your industry, you know you're always getting professional-grade products. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Whether it's a midweek trip to the ballpark to catch a game or a weekend of baseball for the family, grab your tickets for an A's game this season. Secure your seats today for all the biggest matchups, fireworks, drone shows, giveaways, and more. Don't miss out on all the things happening this season. Rose and Seth. It's a drive into center. It's deep, and Straw is back at the track. He will turn and watch it fly. Tickets are only $10, so grab yours now at athletics.com slash tickets. That's athletics.com slash tickets. Hi, we're Comparing Insurance Agency. Right now you're thinking, Comparing? Never heard of them. We know. We also know that you have no idea that Comparing Insurance Agents are local and provide expert advice. So to help it stick, we're going to say local agent four times in the next 15 seconds. Ready? Go. Our local agents know you in your community. Our local agents offer insurance from top carriers. Our local agents have minty fresh breath. Find us at ComparingInsurance.com. Comparing Insurance Agency. Local agents. Expert advice. And there's number four. With Peterson at second, Loriano at third. Here's the 1-1 pitch from Contreras. That swung on, hit into center field for a base hit. Loriano will score going to third base. Peterson, it's 4-0 Oakland. So Jonah Bride picks up his second RBI. Some bluebirds are out as Peterson stops at third. It's a four-run first inning. This is A's Clubhouse. Welcome back to the A's Clubhouse show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. We're going to take a look at our out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mechanics Bake. And since we were the early game, it's mainly just a lot of previews going on today. We were up extremely early here on the West Coast for our slate, but the Mariners currently are facing the Padres over there in San Diego. The Padres leave 4-0 to in the bottom of the third later on the Orioles will take on the Brewers over there in Milwaukee get them warmed up for 
our guys. Later on, 6.10 p.m. Eastern, the Royals head to Miami to face the Marlins. Lyles and Cabrera on the mound for those game, for those those teams. The Twins head to Tampa to face the Rays. Armstrong and Lopez will be on the mound. Dodgers at Reds with Syndergaard on the bump against Williamson. Mets and Braves over there starts at 7.20 with Scherzer against Morton. And finishing things up, we also have the Giants and the Rockies. Love a good NL West rivalry. Webb versus Seabold. And we have a couple postponements, actually, Ray. The Tigers and the Phillies have to make up a game on June 8th due to air quality. Same thing with the White Sox and the Yankees. A lot of smoke going on over there in New York. Do you remember how bad it was when we had to deal with that over here in California? Were you here yet? I don't know if you were here yet. I might have been. Yeah. It was, it's been interesting. Yeah, a lot of my East Coast folks that I'm still in touch with back in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, it's, it's a little hazy out there because of the wildfires in Quebec. So stay safe if you're listening out in that area or in the Great White North. Hope you're doing okay and staying safe. Kind of always a scary and precarious situation with wildfires. And, of course, listeners in California know that well. Yeah, and you know, not even just California. I'm from Reno. There's tons of fires that happen there. Do not go outside if you can avoid it at all costs seriously because it really does do some damage to your lungs and we're going to pause for station identification a's cast streaming on iHeartRadio and broadcasting locally on bloomberg 960 knew oakland and kosf 103.7 fm hd2 san francisco now it's time to see what's on deck presented by ashby lumber ashby lumber for all your Building and remodeling needs. Learn more at ashbylumber.com. On Friday at 3 p.m. our time, Ace Cast Live will begin. Ace Total, um, actually, you know, Saris will be joining at 310. That's who we have so far. And it's going to be a shorter A's cast live, but that's okay. If you've met, you know, Saris, it won't, it will be go by very fast. He is full of information and fun fact, you know, actually gave me my first big writing gig with fan graphs back in the day. So I love him to Reese's pieces. He's the best with that. Alex Jensen will be filling in for Chris Townsend and Cody Elias will be there as well. Cause we cannot have that without Cody, the commander. Vince will have another edition of the greatest A's playoff games and he will chat with Mark Kotze. First pitch at 5 p.m. against the Brewers live from Milwaukee. Vince Catronio and Alex Jensen on the call. Can I just say, I love Alex Jensen and Johnny Dosco together so much. Yeah, great pairing. Yeah, Johnny's been a great addition to our broadcast crew this year. And, and Alex filled in a bit last year as well. And, and happy he was able to accept our call this year because he does an excellent job in Stockton and, and up here in the major league level as well. Hopefully we can get him a couple more wins because Stockton not doing too hot this year. They're not doing too hot this year. Yeah, and it's um, just great to have him on the show. I love prepping with him. He's so much fun to do the pregame show with. And just, you know, a guy who knows the grind in the minors and you got to give him props for that as well. And yeah, that's all we have. I believe for you guys, don't forget on Friday and enjoy the off day y'all go out and get you some on a Thursday. And we have first pitch for brewers versus us. Vince Catroni and Alex Jensen on the call. Like I said, Medina versus Hauser on the bump. 
that's going to be an exciting game. I love each outing that Luis Medina does because he just gets better and better. Thanks for joining us here on the A's Clubhouse Show here on A's Cast and the A's Radio Network. Check us out on the A's YouTube channel as well. Ray, thanks so much for joining me, and we'll see you guys at the ballpark. This has been the A's Clubhouse Show. Now the pitch to Matthias. is swung on and missed, and the A's have won it. Improbable, but a great win for the A's. On the run is Osuna. He's at the wall. It carries, and it will go. Opposite field, home run for Seth Brown. Be sure to visit athletics.com slash A's cast for exclusive content, including pre and post game for every game. Hits the right field and shallow. A trio of A's kept going up. Makes an unbelievable circus catch. And Adele goes back to second. A leaping, diving play by Tony Kemp. Thank you for joining this exclusive presentation of A's baseball.